0: Welcome to the Dr. Dez Says It's All Your Immunity Podcast. Is the new Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine a good, safe, and effective vaccine against COVID-19? The Johnson & Johnson vaccine against COVID-19 was approved for emergency use authorization in the United States on Saturday, February 27, 2021. The main questions are, does the clinical trial data show that the vaccine offers meaningful, measurable protection from COVID-19 disease? After this vaccine is administered, will it cause fewer people to get sick? Cause fewer people to get severely ill from COVID-19 or cause fewer people to transmit the virus after exposure. The initial release of findings from clinical trials was met with disappointment because the vaccine showed only a 66% efficacy against the disease. But if you've been listening to this podcast, in particular, episode 10, Which COVID nineteen vaccine is the best for you? In episode twelve, how does the new Johnson and Johnson COVID nineteen vaccine work? And why is it different from messenger RNA vaccines? You know that I think this generation of vaccines against SARS CoV two is pretty special. It is a miracle that we have this plethora of vaccines when history tells us that it is rare to even have one this soon. In a continuation of last week's deep dive into the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine, we will examine the topics discussed in the final hearing before the FDA granted emergency use authorization. These topics include the vaccine efficacy in moderate and severe COVID-19 across different age groups, efficacy against the variants, and efficacy in different regions of the world, and an explanation as to why these data points matter. Also, we will look at the vaccine's ability to confer long-term immunity, the ability of the vaccine to stop asymptomatic transmission, its side effects, and its safety in children, pregnant women, and the immune-compromised. One disclaimer, I am not giving medical advice. All medical decisions need to be made by you, your doctor, and a close circle of friends and family who are your advisors. I am giving you the latest in FDA recommendations and my knowledge of the immune system and the science behind the medicine. The Johnson & Johnson Clinical Trial for its COVID vaccine, was one of the largest studies of its kind conducted. The global trial enrolled 43,783 people on three continents who were randomly given either a placebo or the COVID-19 vaccine. The trials were conducted with participants 18 years of age and older. Therefore, authorization for use is for those in those age groups. The FDA's analysis, which used data from 39,321 participants, found that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is about 66% effective at preventing moderate to severe COVID-19 at least 28 days after vaccination. When looking at the data in the United States specifically, that number actually increases to approximately 74%. What's more, the vaccine is about 77% effective at preventing severe or critical forms of COVID at at least 14 days after vaccination and 85% effective 28 days after vaccination. So as vaccines build in your system, it is rapidly conferring more protection. This is important because you are only getting one dose. Therefore, that dose has to be strong and effective. The vaccine's efficacy against moderate to severe COVID-19 did drop in South Africa, where it was 64% effective after 28 days. This has been attributed to the trial being conducted in the country at a time when the highly infectious variant B.1.351, also known as the South African variant, was dominating that region. There was also a drop to 66% in effectiveness after 28 days in Latin America, particularly in Brazil. This also is thought to be due to the trial being conducted in a country where at the time the highly infectious variant B1.351, or the South African variant, was gaining a foothold in the region. Now let's talk about severe COVID-19 disease and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. This vaccine works well against severe COVID-19 disease. Now what does this mean exactly? Severe illness from COVID-19 is defined as hospitalization, admissions to the ICU, intubation, or mechanical ventilation, or death. The vaccine had an efficacy of 85% against severe disease in all regions studied 28 days after vaccination. In the United States, the vaccine went from 66% effectiveness against mild to moderate disease to 85.9% effectiveness against severe forms of COVID 19. The same trend of increased vaccine efficacy with severe COVID-19 disease continues in South Africa and South America. The vaccine was 81.7% effective against severe forms of COVID-19 in South Africa. This indicates that the vaccine protects patients against serious disease caused by the highly transmissible B.1.351 South African variant. The vaccine was also 87.6% effective against severe COVID-19 cases in Brazil, where the highly transmissible variant was also found. In addition, the vaccine offered 100% protection against hospitalizations and death due to what is now known as severe COVID in all regions studied. So how should we think about these results when it comes to moderate disease? In addressing the less robust 66% efficacy against moderate symptoms compared to those results of the messenger mRNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, and remember both were 95 and 94% efficacy respectively, one should not directly compare the two types of vaccines and the methods of the clinical trials. First, 66% efficacy against any disease is a good number for a vaccine. Every year, the numbers of people hospitalized because their flu symptoms progressed from mild and moderate to severe are reduced every year with the yearly flu vaccine. Those vaccines have great benefit to communities but the efficacy in any given year can range from 40% to 60% efficacy. So the Johnson & Johnson vaccine with 66% efficacy is good relative to all vaccines against disease. And the number is still well above the 50% target set by Dr. Anthony Fauci, Director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Disease of the NIH. So how are we to think about the data when it concerns the variants? When comparing efficacy data among vaccine candidates, it is important to remember that the more transmissible variants were not in circulation when Pfizer and Moderna ran their clinical trials in 2020. Currently, Johnson & Johnson has another study underway called Ensemble 2, That will determine whether a second dose or booster of the vaccine could further bolster protection against the virus strains currently in circulation worldwide. As far as the vaccine's effectiveness by age, the effectiveness of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine was similar for all age groups, including those age 60 years and older. Let's look at long-term immunity. The effectiveness of the vaccine against severe disease improved over time, with no severe cases seen after 49 days in people who were vaccinated. So months after inoculation, there is sustained immunity. And of course, study participants will continue to be monitored to see how long their immunity lasts. Another important factor we want to look at is asymptomatic transmission. One of the metrics that makes any vaccine a game changer as far as stemming the transmission of the disease and therefore reducing the disease in the community is a vaccine's ability to stop asymptomatic transmission COVID-19 has spread successfully, in part due to people who do not exhibit disease symptoms and therefore do not know they are sick, spreading the SARS-CoV-2 to those in close proximity to them and throughout a community. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine did show preliminary evidence of slightly reducing asymptomatic cases, which could be linked to a decrease in viral shedding rates. But because the sample size was extremely low, there is still not enough evidence to say with certainty whether the Johnson & Johnson vaccine can meaningfully reduce transmission of COVID-19. More data needs to be collected to better understand the impact of this vaccine on transmission. This finding, as preliminary as it is, is important in light of the reduced efficacy of the AstraZeneca Oxford University COVID-19 vaccine against the highly infectious South African and UK variants. That vaccine showed good effectiveness in stopping asymptomatic transmission. However, the low efficacy against the variants cast doubt on the wide use of the vaccine going forward, and therefore there needs to be another candidate. That may be highly effective at stopping asymptomatic transmission. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine just might be that candidate. So let's look at the vaccine's side effects. The vaccine was reported to be quote well tolerated, end quote, in study participants, Johnson and Johnson said in a press release. According to the data so far, the vaccine may cause, quote, mild to moderate side effects typically associated with vaccinations, end quote. This includes cold-like symptoms, a headache, body aches, pain at the injection site, and a fever, all of which are the normal signs that the body's immune system response is being primed. No study participant experienced the severe allergic reaction called anaphylaxis that is a rare risk of some other COVID-19 vaccines, although one participant did experience a less serious allergic reaction. The FDA also said that although there were no serious side effects linked to the vaccine so far, it is recommending... Further monitoring for blood clots. In this study, clots were reported in about 15 vaccine recipients and 10 placebo recipients. Not enough of a difference to tell if the vaccine played any role, but again, the FDA wants to look at this further. So, who is it approved for currently? and who will it be approved for in the future. Johnson & Johnson's vaccine is approved for those 18 years of age and older. There are plans to next test its vaccine in children older than 12 and under the age of 18. Immediately after those trials, Johnson & Johnson will begin a study that includes adolescents. There are plans to test its coronavirus vaccine in infants and newborns. The company then will test its vaccine in pregnant women and finally in those immunocompromised people. The company has already outlined its plans on the expanded testing in the report it submitted to the FDA for emergency use authorization. So in conclusion, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a good, safe, and effective vaccine against COVID-19. While I personally, and this is not a recommendation, think that the gold standard for the COVID-19 vaccines are still the messenger RNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a very good vaccine, and in any other year, it would be considered the gold standard among vaccines. To face this pandemic and stop it successfully, more people vaccinated with even average vaccines is enough. Johnson & Johnson offers protection above that threshold and needs to be embraced for its ability to keep severe symptoms of COVID-19 down, therefore taking the burden off of community hospitals. There is also interesting data that it confirms long-term immunity and may stop asymptomatic transmission. This bodes well for those who take this vaccine. And remember, Johnson & Johnson is also testing a booster shot or second dose in its Ensemble 2 trials. From there, we will be able to see if the second shot makes the vaccine more robust against moderate cases of COVID-19. But make no mistake, one of the ways back to normal runs through vaccines like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. So when it's your time to be vaccinated and you see that it's the one shot Johnson and Johnson vaccine, do not dismay. You're getting, you're getting excellent vaccine. Until the next time, I'm Dr. Desiree Barrett. If you have any questions for me about this episode or any of our previous episodes, please email me at drdesays at period D E S S A Y S at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Twitter at drdesays, the number one, at Facebook at Dr. Dad Says, and on Instagram, also at Dr. Dad Says. Until the next time, just remember, it's all your immunity.